was like, well, you'll just walk out of this without caving. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Why Did You Watch with me, Cathy Moore. And me, David Clark. Welcome back. Thank you. To Thank season, you. season to well, yes, welcome back from fucking sunny Portugal, you lucky arsehole. It wasn't that sunny. It's a rainy Portugal, yeah. Part rain, part sun. I was speaking more to our, to our many, many listeners. <laughs> In Portugal, yeah, sunny. It was really sunny, it was great. Olá, or whatever the Portuguese Olá. equivalent is. Olá. Olá. There we go. Uh, welcome back to season two. Abrigado. Do you think that would uh, pregisa? Sepultura? Uh, Means an open grave. Uh, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh. Um, well, we'll call Back this, we'll call this season place. two. Bacalao. Is that a Portuguese thing? It's cod. Ah. Hmm. Um, so we we could call this season two and we could say that we've had a rethink and a rejig of the podcast and all of it and blah 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 but actually what happened was Salt we had pepper. we had so much sound difficulty with the halloween episode oh God, yeah. and it took me so much time to, to fix it that it broke me and we haven't recorded a podcast since um but we'll call it season two how about that yeah, sounds good to me <clears throat> and i would like to rejig a bit starting with telling everyone we that have to stand up for the jig no, 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 no jigging in here. Okay. It's forbidden. Um, we have social medias, and apparently you're supposed to tell people about your social medias, media on your podcast. I didn't think of that. If you only have one, is it a social medium? We, yes, it would be, absolutely. Couldn't agree mm. more. But because we've got two, it's social, yeah, media. social media. Yeah. So we've got a Facebook and a Twitter, uh-huh. and they are both called Why Did I Watch? Not why yes. did you watch? Why did I watch? Because A, somebody already took why did you watch? And B, I forgot what the podcast was called and when I was C, setting it up. <laughs> you watch with your eyes. The, yes, exactly. Unless you're blind. So, it's trickier. welcome back Thank to you. David's strange ramblings about eyeballs. Um, this is recorded in a psychiatric unit. Yeah. <laughs> just visiting me. Sometimes I wonder. I really do. It is madhouse. Yes. Mm. This film. It's a tricky one, this. Okay. Because I do actually want you to watch this one. Sure. I do think you'll like it. But it's the sort of film that you would assume you wouldn't like. And the reason I know that is because the only reason I watched it is because my mum made me. And she said, let's watch this film. And I went, no, it's hard. It's romantic comedy. I watch romantic comedies from time to time. I mean, everyone does, but but this one has Meg Ryan in it. Um, I don't mind Meg Ryan. Really? Oh, I, I know you don't like her. Can't stand Meg Ryan. So my, when my mum said, "Let's watch this romantic comedy with Meg Ryan in it," I said, "I'd rather shit my hands and clap," frankly. But I watched it and super duper enjoyed it. Shit so, in your hands and clapping. No, I watched the film. <laughs> oh, I see. And super duper enjoyed it. Okay. So I'm going to try my very very best not to just utterly spoil the entire thing. Hopefully I haven't seen it. No, you haven't. I checked. It was on the list oh. that I sent you <laughs> like oh, years God. ago. You might have watched it since we started doing this okay, podcast. Who knows? Um, so, the film is called French Kiss. Ah, uh, I haven't seen it. Of course you haven't. And because it's set in France, I have brought a bottle of wine. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Vino. Vi- I mean, or it's... Bat. Ah, as they call it. It's French wine. It's French. I just noticed that. <laughs> and for our listeners, especially one or a handful of them, it's just like being in France. In here? Yeah. They'll get it. You know who you are. Context? I've, I don't have any right now. I'm so confused. Uh, we, we were in uh, Portugal, as I mentioned. Oh, and someone but, uh, said it's like France. Someone left a review of a place that we went to and it says, they said, it's just like being in France. <laughs> it's like, why would you say that? Were they in very, very, very northern Portugal and then over a bit across Spain and then a wee bit further north again? Almost exactly like being in France when you're in southern Portugal. 
Lisbon's in the south of Portugal, I think. Yes. Yeah, mad. But France is north of... I'm, yeah, substantially. I, I'm pretty confident. Did you know the UK is the same time zone as Portugal? Yes, I did know that. Oh, good knowledge. Um, Senu? Senya told me that. Oh, Charles. Charles. Clink. Ooh. <laughs> Tonk. <laughs> so. French Kiss. French Kiss. It already sounds lame. French Kiss. Judas Kiss was a good film. Yeah. Mm. Different vibe, though. Very different vibe. This was made in 1995 at the, the height of the Meg Ryan craze. Can't yeah, stand that one. There was just an era of Meg Ryan films. Mm-hmm. So it's got Meg Ryan, but, but, David. Meg Ryan's butt. Meg Ryan's butt's in it. Mm. Her unleavened butt. Kevin Klein's in it. Yes. Uh, a fish called Wonder Fang. Yes, he's mm. the protagonist. Now, you love Kevin Klein. Yes, he's good. I love Kevin Klein. Yes. Guess who else is in it? Jean Reno. No! Jean Reno's in it! He's in every French film. I thought you were going to say um, Patrick Stewart. I don't know why. He's not French. Well, he pretends to be French in Star Trek. But... Yes. But Jean Reno from uh, Leon the Professional. Yes. Leon Colon the Professional. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And as you say, Wasabi. every other Tim French Wasabi. film. That's right. He's in some of the Mission Impossible films. He is. Mm. I think he was in that film Ronin as well. He was in Ronin. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I love him. But he's, yeah, I, I like him as an actor. He's an interesting character in this. There was a mm. bit of Jean Beljean sort of vibe to him. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, originally they were going to cast... Um, oh, wait a second. Jean <laughs> <laughs> <Sean> vibe. <laughs> yeah, he did have a synthesizer nice. the whole film. Oh. Um, originally they were going to cast Gerard Depardieu for oh, the romantic no. lead. Can you imagine that? Him as a romantic lead. I Jesus know. Jesus Christ. I can tell it's made in France. Poor Meg Ryan. Oh, it's an American film. Well, yeah. I think it's a Canadian film, actually. So, so let's talk about our Russia, Russia sympathiser. Who's that? Depardieu. Is he? I think so. There's that whole thing about him like wanting to leave France and going to Russia because of all the tax avoidance. Uh, Again, we might need to cut this in case this is like, you know... I really don't think Jean Gerard Depardieu is going to be tracking us down to be like, you take that back! Well, he'd have to walk pretty fast, and he's a big lad. He is. I think we could. I think we could outrun Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Um, in this film, there will be a couple of instances where I'm affecting a French accent. However, I am, I am copying an American who's pretending to be French, so I think it will fly. And I've done it before. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> in case you're horribly <laughs> offended. Yes. Yeah, you obviously haven't listened to a previous podcast. Yeah, because yeah. I did a. a French accent in Bloodsport too, didn't I? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it was written by Adam Brooks, who also wrote Practical Magic, which is a fantastic film. Okay. With Sandra Bullock. Ah, uh, Sandra Bullock's the best. And Nicole Kidman. Okay. Yeah. And that super fit Croatian guy that was in ER, whose name I don't know. Uh, yeah, I know the dude. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him there. He's in it. Oh, and Aiden... Something. I've seen him in stuff. Doesn't matter. So Adam Brooks, he wrote Practical Magic. He also wrote uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. Oh, yeah. Ad- adapted it. Right, I was going to say. I thought yeah. that was... Helen Fielding wrote yeah, okay, the book, yeah. but he wrote the... Yeah. So th- these are his... This is very much his bailiwick, writing clever romantic comedies. Sure, adapting. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And writing. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by some guy who cares. Uh, I've never seen anything before or since oh. that's worth mentioning. Um... Kevin Klein did have a French coach, language coach for this, uh-huh. so that he could speak French like a Frenchman. I don't know how convincing his French was, but his French accent, I mean, he sounded French to me, except sometimes he sounded a bit Italian. Um, he did his best. Good for him. Yeah. Um, it got two nominations for American Comedy Awards. Uh-huh. This one. They have a sense of humour over there? American Comedy Award? Mm, maybe it's because it wasn't an Frasier American was comedy. Frasier was good. I loved Niles. Yeah. Poor wee Niles. What dog? <gasps> oh, the wee dog! Oh, what was his name? Milo? Yeah, I was thinking Milo as well. Or is Milo the one from Mask? Yeah, he was in Mask. Milo was... he. Yes. Sentence structure. Eddie! Oh, it was Eddie. It was yes, Eddie. yes, yes. Nice. Milo was in Mask, you're right. Yeah. But they're both similar types of dog. They're both Jack Russells, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to Dog Chat. 
So the film is about an aspiring um, vineyard owner. Vinter. A vinter? I think so. It was someone who makes wine anyway. I did wonder. So an aspiring vinter. Mm. And so determined is he to fulfil his dream. He goes there in summer. Why? Because in vinter you oh, vinter. <laughs> Riesling? Yes. Need I say more? Yes, yes, yes you do. <laughs> yes, carry on. Because you know Riesling has the first frost. Yeah before you pick the grapes yes he's so determined as he to achieve his dream that he may not have gone through the most legal channels to obtain his goal okay uh so that's the plot okay okay because i'm really going to focus on kevin klein because he's such a great character in this he's so likable however i do like meg ryan's character in this film i sort of i just you can like the character if you don't like the person I know, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a hard sell, but she does play it really well, and I do really see where she's coming from in a lot of the situations but you see that she's where in. The characters coming from. Yes, sure, understood. I think it's I think it's that I like Adam Brooks. It's the do you mean know, this thing we always talk about? Like, why don't I like the female character? It's because it's she's been written by someone who sure. doesn't like female characters. Yeah, or Adam understand things. Yeah, yeah, Adam Brooks clearly likes women mm-hmm. because she's. A, a likable character. Sure, sure, sure. All the women in this film are likable. The men, not so much. Mm. So, it opens... C'est la France. Yeah, th- that does come up. There's a bit of that attitude. Yeah. Um, So, we're on an aeroplane, and we're looking at Meg Ryan, who's sitting in a window seat. Wait, the camera? The camera the is looking at Meg right. Ryan. Okay, okay, okay. We are looking at Meg Ryan. Right. She's mm-hmm. in a window seat. It's mm-hmm. quite a tight... Is she the pilot? She is not. No. <laughs> that would be a terrible, terrible idea because she's... Well, you have to sit next to the window of the pilot. But she's terrified of flying. Oh. Terrified oh. of flying. Yeah. It's... I, I do like the... I mean, there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful sweeping shots of, of southern France. Cinematography. Yes. And there's some very interesting framing that goes sure. on that okay. I'll tell you about as we go along. Anyway, so the, the camera's tight in on mm. Meg Ryan. Mm. So you're like, oh, okay, you're right in there with her. Yeah. And she's getting on the airplanes like, welcome to this flight from Toronto to Paris. All stop, no stop, non-stop. Non-stop, yes. yeah. <laughs> all night long. <laughs> all stop is just like... Kirsty, Kirsty all stop. Um, and then you can see Meg Ryan's getting increasingly nervous and suddenly you can hear the air, the 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 flight attendant go, um, Kate, are you doing your mantra? And she goes, yes, yes, I'm visualising the little stone cottage. I'm, that's what I'm visualising it. I'm doing it now. And then she's just getting increasingly uh-huh. upset. And then she's, they're like, what are you thinking about? And she's like, twisted steel, baby's crying, fire. <laughs> like she's Damn. very scared. Nice and they're babies. like, sing your song, sing your song to distract yourself. And she's going, I love Paris in the springtime. I love it. Like she's proper yeah, upset. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And, she, and then she's like, do you know, this isn't the right song for me. I don't love Paris in the springtime. I don't even like, I really don't like the French. I don't want to go. <laughs> One would assume she's never been if she hates flying that much. She hasn't been. Oh. We find that out. She, oh. I don't think she's ever left the continent of North America. I suppose she could have gone south. Potentially. Mm. She could have driven down. So she just freaks out and like goes, No, I have to get off the plane! And just rips the aeroplane door open. No, not cool. And rolls out onto a little sign stage because this is a, a company... Uh, training who do, people! Who to... do flight yeah. simulations... To and and then she just lands on the floor in a very ungraceful pose, yeah, like a kid at Christmas morning with the, with their presents between their legs, yes. and she's like, Ooh. and then she gets a refund, and she's because like, they want red. She gets a refund because they did not help her get over oh. her fear of flying mm. at all. Probably, if anything, <laughs> made it worse. Anyway, so cuts to some. You know my thing with exposition. Yes. Right. I hate clunky exposition. Mm. It really gets on my nerves, and this is some clean exposition that happens here we learn so much from this tiny conversation and we, we, we learn about the people about their character about what the sort of person they are their history is very very cleverly done so she's helping her partner to pack what kind of partner uh fiance right that kind of partner okay, fiance. not business partner no no and he's so they're they're 
packing and putting stuff in the bag and they're having a oh, sort of a... Oh, is he proposed to her in Paris? He's already proposed. Oh, oh, because fiancé. Yes. yes. And he's going, oh, come on, you should come, you should come. You should, with me to Paris, please. Yeah. And they're, it's just so clever the way they're doing stuff. Like she, she's saying like, no, I, you know, I just, the French hate us. I don't want to go because they're going to be really horrible to us uh, the whole time. Because they're American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't fly. I'm too scared. And he said, look, I can just prescribe you some Thorazine or something. And then you, you won't even know you're in the air. Sure, yeah. What have we learned? Don't take drugs, kids. He's a doctor. Yes. Right. Um, there's some mention that the reason they're going is for some conference that he's involved with because ah, she makes fun of him for it. it. Like, oh, I'm going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be so disappointed to miss like you going to like surgical suture talks. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And so he's saying stuff like, oh, you know, the the cheese. And she goes, I hate cheese. And then he says. Americans don't know what cheese is. She said, I can't eat cheese. Um, and then he said, well, what about the the whatever? And she says, what about sitting through boring surgical suture talks? And then he says, the Eiffel Tower. And she goes, oh, I would love to see the Eiffel Tower. And then he says, like, you're a history teacher. You should be ashamed of yourself not going to France. This is like your, you teach the subject, sure. European history. Yeah, yeah, of. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What have we learned, you know? Yeah, 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 she's a teacher. European and, history uh, teacher. Yeah, and um, she said, and anyway, I can't go to Paris because I'm still waiting for my Canadian citizenship to come through. Right. I'm not supposed to leave Canada. Otherwise, I'll have to go back to America. What have we learned? So It's It's just like the proposal. Yes, only backwards. Because she wants to live in Canada. She wants to be Canadian. Yes. Who doesn't, really? True. Yeah. So, So we've learned a lot. Mm. From all, oh, of, pretty good. from all, okay. it's quite good. And he says, "Oh, for goodness' sake, they'll never even know." And she goes, "No, I'll get caught. I always get caught. The one time I was at a party where someone handed round a marijuana um, cigarette, the one time I took a puff, the police burst in. We all get arrested. That's my luck. I will get caught if I go. Mm. That's what's going to happen." Mm. And while they're having this conversation downstairs, they just hear the front door swing open and they're like, Kid, Charlie, we're here. We're downstairs. And he goes, oh, for God's sake. It's so, uh-huh. I, oh, why are they always here? Why are my parents just always popping uh-huh. around? He goes, have you noticed since we got engaged that they don't even knock anymore? Uncle. What have we learned? Parents. Uncle. They're engaged. Yeah. And that this happens. Yeah, yeah. And she says, count yourself lucky. Look at my family. Like the best, the only contact I get with my family is an unsigned birthday card every year. So you should be really, you should appreciate that your family care about yeah. you and yeah, that yeah. you have a close relationship. This is all really important stuff. Okay. Right? Okay. She has a really good relationship with his parents as well. Yeah. She's really ingratiated herself into the family. Which can understand, because if she doesn't have a close relationship with her family... Yeah, and they're probably more open people. Th- potentially, yeah. But they're very, they seem, really seem to love her. Mm. She calls his parents mum and dad, which I find creepy. That's pretty weird. Yeah. I wouldn't call my partner's dad dad. Ugh. Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. It's not his name. <laughs> no. Just call him that. Yeah, I do keep calling him Maurice. He's asked me repeatedly um, to stop. Yeah. The mum says, oh, you know the the, the Morrisons uh, are selling their house and Kate's like oh, what? Isn't that a supermarket? Yes. It's being bought by a waitress. <laughs> no, and she takes Charlie around in the car. They drive around. They park outside the house. Is this a drive-by? Sort of. In a viewing sense rather than uh, a shooting sense. Aww. And she starts explaining to Charlie like I want this my is this house. is my dream house. You know, we're getting, we're engaged, we're going to get married. Mm. This is the house that I want us to Mm. live in. Mm. Mm. And she was like, ever since I was, um, uh, ever since I started earning a salary, I have been like saving money, putting it away, put it in a high yield Mm. bond, Mm. blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I have pulled together a nest egg of $45,782. And she. Pretty big money back then. Yeah, when she said the deposit, I was like, that's not going to get you nothing. I was going to say, when she started talking about a high yield interest rate, that clearly dates it. Oh yeah, do you remember interest rates? Interest, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't 0.01%. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. I was about 
I just get in debt then, yeah. and then you, <laughs> it sucks for you yeah, that yeah, you've yeah. got shit interest rates. Anyway, Dream and, house. and Charlie says, my whole life is passing before my eyes and we're not even married yet. Wow. What a, what a dish. That was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I should hold that back. But yeah. And then they just start kissing in the car. And the couple... The parents in there. No. Oh, that's a good thing. But the people who were in her dream house were in the front room. They must have been like, why is this couple driven up, stared at our house for 10 minutes, and now started fervently making out what in the thinking? car? What is going on? Yeah. So I'd have been... I'd been like, Are you kids? Get off my lawn. Yeah. Get a room. Yeah, <laughs> Shink. She's got 45,000. She can afford a room. Yeah. 45,782. How many cents? No cents. I didn't write that down. Oh. Well, I mean, with the interest, it's it'll be different by the time. Yeah, she didn't, you know, feel like running it up. Anyway, so he goes to Paris. She stays home, and we have a couple of a sort of a rolling couple of scenes where he calls and he's like, "Oh my god, Paris is amazing! It's another world." You know what Americans are like when they go to Europe? Wow, it's the old country. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm French. Yeah. <laughs> You're Irish last week. <laughs> yeah, well, I was in Dublin last week. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's, he's enchanted and she's sceptical. Enchanté. Like, he says something about, like, oh, my God, the, the sauce they put on the stick, incroyable. And she said, it has to be incroyable so you don't know it's horse. Touché. <laughs> um, he calls and, uh, again, she's, oh, hi, Charlie. And uh, he's at a party. He can't talk and she's like yeah but I'm, I'm trying to put the deposit down on the house and I really need you to just give me the go ahead on yeah. this for and, and he's like oh I can't talk you know like, woo bye gone I mean suture school is pretty cool school oh absolutely <laughs> what happens at suture school stays at suture school until they need to come out two weeks later <gasps> or you get scurvy oh. and then all of your your um, scars open up. up oh mm-hmm. did you know that you super glue Yes. Well, you'd have to if you'd scurvy to seal it back up again. So, now, he calls again. I'm guessing this is bad news because he's meant to French check. Mm. Yes. Yeah. He's such a fucking idiot, this guy. And he's like, oh my God, I, I, I've met this woman, this goddess. And I'm so happy. And I'm, I'm in... Her name's Karen. <laughs> she complained to the manager and that's how we met. Mm. <laughs> typical American. Right enough. Oh, no, no. She's... She's... All none of them. She's very French. Yeah. The the woman he's run off with. Very... Stereotypically... Like, what kind of French, though? (whistles) Like, posh French. Yes. Right. She wears pearls. Does she? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about like, oh, it's it's destiny. I'm just, I, I feel That's it in my name. heart. Sounds like a stripper. Oh, what was her name? Juliette. Doesn't sound like a stripper. She doesn't look. What's well, his name? Charlie. Oh yeah, Charlie. And her name? Kate. Oh uh, yeah, she looks like a Kate. She does look like a Kate. Kate Ryan. That works. Yeah. And he says, I feel like I could do anything. I could, I could pee at a urinal with a really big guy standing right behind me. It is France. This, yeah. I mean, that's a really clear indication of what Charlie is like as a person. Spineless. No, no, no. He doesn't want to pee with a man standing behind him. He feels like he could now. Fair enough. That's a bit odd. And very specific, isn't it? Like, this is clearly, this is his flying equivalent. Mm. Like, using it. He's got pyuresis, I think it's called. Fear of peeing in public. Ah, oh, apparently it's a thing. Well, I mean, to be honest, if it's like literally in public, I think that's a criminal offence. In a urinal, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "I'm not coming back. I'm in love." He's going to stay in France. Uh, Apparently, he thinks he can. But he's a surgeon, isn't he? General. Yeah, he's 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 a a, he's a doctor. So I guess he's going to get a doctor job in. But he's not thinking with his brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's thinking with his useless PP that he can't even use if there's other men in the bathroom. Wow, what mm-hmm. a wiener he is! Yes, absolute knob. Maybe, I know Frankfurt, it must be German, it would be because Frankfurt's in Germany. It is, yes. So, what do you think Meg Ryan's character, Kate, 
does. Throws all this shit out of the house? That would be a sensible thing to do, yeah. Yeah. Do Bridget, parents. Bridget, do Bridget Jones scrape them all off the cheese at the back of the fridge and eat it with Grants and Pickle in her underpants? What, trying to end things? No, 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 no. Just Trying to find cheap LSD? Just depression. Oh. You know. Sad. Oh, she... Wait, it's an American film. She eats a tub of ice cream that's like five litres? You'd expect that, wouldn't you? I would. No. Chocolate chip? The next scene... No. Kate is on a plane. She's spending part of a... $44,782 on a plane ticket. She did, yeah. Mm. Non-stop to Paris. It's quite expensive back then. Yeah? Mm. Oh, yeah, there's no Ryanair yeah. in 1995. I don't think they fly to the States either. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. She's on a plane. Mm. She's going... Like biting her knuckles. She's going to get Charlie back. Mm. Which, you know, I, I sort of see her point. I sort of feel like... She put the effort in. He's... Not even that. It's just she obviously knows that he oh, is the really kind likes of him. she loves him. Ah, uh, okay. A lot. She's okay. engaged to him, and she wants. She had a whole uh, future. Same thing. She had a whole future planned with him. Mm. But I don't. I do kind of feel like Charlie's just a placeholder because she doesn't seem to want. She doesn't seem like the sort of woman who would want to be with such a weak-willed spineless, led-by-the-nose twat who goes on a holiday and just falls in love with the first woman he meets. Yeah. Mm. She seems like the type who would um, want someone she can respect. And you can't respect Charlie. He's not a respectable person. Sure. But I don't think it's Charlie she loves. I think it's the The whole family. She loves his parents. She loves his sister. And I don't think she wants to give... She's carved out a life that she's really happy with. I just feel like she doesn't want to give that up. And you wouldn't. Reasonable. Yeah. So even if she has to make do with Charlie... <laughs> you there know. are other pros in the situation. Yeah, it's not just Charlie she, she cares about, and they talk about that later. And and also, like, I, I genuinely believe that if she just went to Paris and then Charlie saw her, he would be like... Snap out of it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She could just snap him out of it and be like, what are you doing? Come yeah. home. Yeah. You're being enchanted. Yeah. You think this is paradise think and it's this, not. Think this through logically. What's yeah. going to happen here? Yeah. Mm. Really, Charlie? Really? She's too much woman for you. Come home. Talking about Juliet. Big girl, is she? She's very tall. Yeah. And stunning. Good. Got a tan. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. She would have a tan given that she's constantly wearing these teeny weeny little dresses. But I guess that's south of France for you. C'est la France. <laughs> Bonjour. So she's sitting in the seat. She's got a window seat again. Ooh. Ooh. And she's yeah. she's trying to visualise her stone cottage. And she's like proper tense. Does the stone cottage look like the house she wants to buy? No. Oh. Completely different. Oh. It's, um... Do you get to see the stone cottage in her mind's eye? No. Okay. No, you don't. She is just visualising her sure, idea sure, sure. of somewhere that's really relaxing and idyllic. <laughs> and then the opposite of that happens because she's sitting there like trying to gird her loins for the flight and mm. she she hears somebody arguing in French with the flight attendant and she looks over and she sees Kevin Klein yeah. who is arguing in French and then like pointing at the seat that's next to her oh. and the flight attendant's pointing and he's going yeah and then he starts walking over and Kate's going ugh Oh no, he's French and he's he looks French. Yes, he's got um, Gallic features. Sure, he's got a five uh, five o'clock shot like oh. scrubbly stubbly beard thing and a big mustache. Sure, he's got you know stubble mm. and a big mustache and he's got long scruffy hair. Not long, but like yeah, yeah, almost down to the shoulders, but not quite. Yeah, 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 mm. and it's all swooshed backs, but um, like scruffy. Yes. And he's he's got jeans and a leather jacket and boots and he's just scruffy looking. Hipstery. Now, but I don't. Now it's hipstery. Yeah. But then he would have been scruffy. Well, he had a shirt and t-shirt on, a bit like a lumberjack. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's like the sleeves rolled up. He's a cool guy. I thought he looked great, but Kate feels otherwise. She's a sophisticated teacher. Yes, clearly. So he sits down and he's sort of like mm-hmm, at 
yeah. tips her in awe of it, and yeah. then she's sitting there like freaking out and rocking and like re- looking really upset. And under her breath, she's going, "I hit Paris in the springtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit Paris in the fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she finishes it with, "Because my love is there with a slut girlfriend." And then looks at him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Because he's staring at her with this look of like, ooh, you've got some stuff going on. You are dark. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, from The Exorcist, the yeah. head slowly turning. Yeah, he's just he's just very like, huh, well, this seems to be a situation over yeah. here. I'm going to stare at it. Yeah. And he keeps staring at goes. her. Yeah, he keeps staring at her with a, just a look of like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I guess it makes the flight entertaining because that's pre-TVs on the back of seats. Yeah. Very much you so. You have to read a book. Oh my god! <laughs> or use a Walkman. <gasps> god, you remember those? It, it, it was back before anyone needed to turn off any electronic devices because electronic devices had only just been invented. Please turn off all e- any and all electronic devices. Yeah, like like what? what? My pacemaker. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Not turning that off. That's the bottle of wine again. Oh. Oh, do you want a top up? Uh, ooh, uh, you're still going. I can wait. No. He doesn't look impressed anyway, and he speaks English to her. He says something like, you are afraid of flying? You think that the plane is going to crash and we will be in a million pieces dead on the ground? I like all this in a French accent. <laughs> It'll be in the water. His French accent was a lot better than mine. Yeah. Oh. And she just sort of looks around at him and goes, oh, you're French, aren't you? <laughs> nice. Um. So they so they start like having a chat, like, and then the the... Announcement comes on as like bonjour. Oh, that was French. Yeah, it's good. It's and good everywhere. And she goes, "What did he say? What did he say?" And Kevin Klein's going like, "There's a problem with the left engine, but it's okay. We'll take off anyway." And she's like, "What? What? What?" And then and it then comes the on in English, and it's yeah. like, "Please put your seatbelts on." And mm. she's like, "Was this pre-smoking ban?" No. Yeah, it was there? He smokes everywhere. Uh, he couldn't smoke on the plane. Ah, good. But he smokes everywhere else. Well, I was just thinking, like, they used to have, like, smoking cabin on an aeroplane. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mad. Mm-hmm. Mad. Yeah. Like, one person starts smoking on the aeroplane yeah, and yeah. everyone smells it. Yeah, some some cigarettes. On a Ooh, plane. Here's a butane lighter. Yeah. Work away. On a plane. On a plane. Can I even have a nail clippers now? I mean, you could, eat, you could walk up and chat to the pilots. Hey, yeah. do you want a cigarette? Oh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, they used to, used to let kids in there because it was just uh, a yeah. fucking door it was as still, well. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was no security or anything. Yeah, I know. Ah, uh, yeah. Good old days. Innocent days. Back when hijackings landed the plane. Yeah. Oof, that sounds dark now I said it. Yeah. But, yeah. In Cuba, usually. Well, this goes on. I don't want to spoil it. It's a good scene. Mm. And he is just... Seems to be sort of deliberately annoying her, you know. Uh, and she says to him, I love this line. She says, um, you know, rude and interesting are not the same thing. <laughs> they can be. But that's a good point. Are not always the same yeah, thing. Yeah, sure, you know? sure, sure. yeah, yeah. So uh, she's like, she's proper panicking. And I th- I think he, and like, he's amazed at how tense she is as well. And he keeps saying stuff like, I've never seen anyone being able to tense every single muscle in their yeah, body. Yeah, this, this is sick. <laughs> now, I think, I think that, um, like, either he's just really frank and rude and insulting, or I think he does this on purpose to distract her because he just starts saying, like, you must be really disappointing in bed sort of thing he's like i know um, he goes i know your type you know the that you're in there under the covers your partner comes in the light gets switched off and then you're there going yeah oh God. and they have this whole argument and she's like how dare you you don't know me you don't know anything about me blah 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 and he's just going i can tell a lot about you plane has taken off. It's in the air at this yeah, point, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. She's not looking out the window. Not looking out the window. Mm. She's just flat out arguing with this yes. guy who's being incredibly rude. And then as soon as they're in the air, he's like, oh, voila, look. And she's like, oh my God, I did it. You know. Sure. Lovely. So she's only worried about the takeoff and landing. Yeah, it seems to be. like once, once she's in the air, then what could she, what is there to be afraid of now? So later on, she... They obviously haven't spoken since takeoff at this point. And then she says to him, look, 
did you mean all that stuff you said? Like, do you really think that I'm the sort of person who doesn't know how to enjoy life? Or were you just saying that to freak me out? Sure. Then they start having a whole conversation about, um, like, the first time they had sex. And it was very different for both of them. He asked, but he keeps giving her vodka. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fair. Okay. Um, and her description of her first time was really depressing. It was like, um, Jeff the Jock. Okay. Um, it was in her... It was in her parents' basement or something like that. Uh, basement? I know. Romper room, as they call it. Uh, yeah. Um, he wanted Jeopardy on because uh, he, he said that if he was distracted, he'd be able to last longer. Right. He got all the answers wrong except for sports. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Okay. Working away and he's like, Chamber of Commerce! That's really messed up. I know, right? And it's wrong as well. That'd be quite depressing. Anyway. Luke talks about his first time and uh, he, apparently he was when he was 12 years old he stole extra money from his brother to pay for the local uh, sex worker to kiss him because kissing cost extra sort of thing. Right. And he said it was quite good. He also had sex with her but he at 12. Was, at 12? Jesus Christ. That's France. C'est la France. That's la France. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. C'est la statutory rip. <laughs> yeah. But you know weird one and then she says do you believe in love the kind that lasts forever she's had a lot of vodka at this point and he said it's not a real question that's the question of a little girl who believes in fairy tales and then they get into another argument about like he's mm. going well of course you feel that way you fucking slut you know <laughs> and like she didn't call she doesn't say that yeah, yeah. she's like i know your type <laughs> and like pat's like pats him on the thing and he's like uh, hey 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 and, she, and she was like what's what's that what's that lump under your coat and he's like nothing nothing I'm going to the bathroom he goes to the bathroom and he unwraps what he's got hidden in his coat and it's a vine it's a grapevine it it's a grapevine from Canada yes it's actually from America he says later on Canada is America he, well he meant the country rather than the continent fair enough and he he takes it out and he's like oh la, 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 la. You know, yeah he sweet talk. talks this vine yeah, uh-huh. yeah okay. and they like, puts in the sink and gives it some feet. yeah later yeah okay <laughs> le vine yeah. and um, he unwraps it a little bit and takes some of the muslin cloth off it huh? unwraps the cloth and there is a very expensive looking diamond necklace. Ooh. in there as well ah. and I doubt these two items came from the same place probably mm. yeah okay mm-hmm. so he is a smuggler sort of yeah yes I guess so he smuggled he's smuggling it into France anyway but it occurs to him well I'm pretty sn- scruffy looking I'm a scruffy nerf herder I need a straight laced I need a mule accomplice yeah ah, yeah okay. so he slips the vine and necklace bundle into her hand luggage her little okay. backpack that okay. she's got with her um, and then they they're leaving the airport she's she's very hungover and she says to us she goes um, why'd you let me drink so much and he goes I didn't let you do anything you're an adult you know yes and I was like damn right Kevin Klein yeah he did feed her habit, though. He didn't help, but she could have said, no, I don't want any vodka, so. Sure. It's a good, I like that. That's victim blaming. I enjoy getting to know them at this stage. Yeah. They're, okay. they're, they're both coming off quite well. And he offers her a lift. He's like, all right, okay, well, ter- I'm terribly sorry that I was rude you on the flight. Let me give you a lift to your hotel. Obviously, because so he he's got eyes on the bags, well. yeah. Mm. She, he goes, where are you say- staying? And she says, George Sank. Yeah. She's French, American. What are you going to yeah. do? Georges Sank. Um, I don't think the French had any Georges. No. Wasn't... Which one English. was George V? He was like the second... Just pre... He's the Napoleonic or... one, wasn't he? Was he? No. I think George... Wasn't George V... George IV was nuts. Wasn't George V um, Elizabeth's dad? Oh, yes. Was he? Yeah. Because yeah, Edward was in the middle. Briefly. Yeah. Mm. Nazi. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Mm. Well, he was a sympathiser anyway. I wonder I wonder how much influence he could have had if he'd stayed the king. 
not that much because essentially his his parliament was the important bit. The king and the queen had never, in in terms of morale and all that kind of other stuff. Yes, figurehead. Yeah. Like a president, but our pre our in the UK a president is a figurehead. Well, the president equivalent really is the prime minister here. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, they think they're the president. Ugh. Unfortunately, at the minute, it's more of a cockwomble yeah. <laughs> than a yeah. president. But then America's had their fair share of cockwombles too. But the thing is, they don't have a prime minister. Canada does. Uh, Canada does. Canada. But the head of state is still the queen. Canada has got the world's greatest prime minister. Oh, Justin. Timberlake. He's. Um... Wait, isn't Justin Timberlake actually Canadian? Yes, I think so. I think he might be. Justin's just done something quite clever and I've forgotten what it is, but I remember being impressed. Welcome to the news! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whoops! Yeah, that's about the level of information that you get from my mum as well. She'll phone and go, I watched a brilliant documentary last night. I can't remember what it was about, but really interesting. Yeah. She kept texting me last night about Caravaggio. Oh yeah, the artist. And she was like, how did he do it? Paintbrush? Well, yes, but like, how did he do the chair obscura? How did he invented it, basically. Oh, like, light, how did he do it? So, and stuff like that. The light, light mm. on dark. I think that's what chair obscura means. Light oh. on dark. Oh, okay. Very Isn't specific. Just covering up the cherub. Not cherub. That sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Cover your cherub. You're in public. <laughs> Dirty bastard. Uh, Where was I? Uh, so they, yeah, he's driving her back to her hotel on George so the, the No, we haven't got that far yet uh, because the they're still in the airport, George uh. Song, and there's nothing to declare, something to declare, Ooh. and he says that's you, that's that's you, that one there, nothing to declare, and she saunters through because she looks like a little yeah. goody two shoes, yes. of course, and Much like holy rollers. Yes, well, she holy rolls her way through there. However, funnily enough, he gets stopped. He gets stopped. Yeah. Because he's scruffy looking. Yes. They're like, oh, random search, sir. Really? You've done international travel with a beard. You're familiar with this. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> the, the, well, after I grew the beard, I got stopped less. Is that right? It is. Well, did you get stopped before the beard by people going, have you lost your mummy? Oh, wow. <laughs> Back when I was an Egyptologist, yes. <laughs> uh, I've had too much of this already. Wow, she says, that's half a glass. <laughs> I dare you. It's only thimble-sized as well. Oh. Like a little gnome. I, I think I was in the gnomes when I was a brownie. That's a very complicated sentence there. And I, I, we really don't have time for me to get into it. So, but as little. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Okay, right. So they're searching... He's getting searched. Kevin Klein. However... Mm. Jean Renault is unpacking all of his luggage and shit and he's wearing like a, a Hawaiian shirt or something and he's Ooh. got some kids and a woman they're like because they're just back from holiday and he sees uh, Kevin Klein's character uh-huh. and he's like oh excuse me I have to like, go and get excuse me uh, bring the car around blah, blah blah I'll be right back he goes over he goes over to the customs guy shows him his badge and he's like I'll take care of this yeah. and then sort of Collars Kevin Klein yeah, yeah. and takes him back to the car, to his car. He's like, "You're coming with me. Come on." Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Ten years. Yeah. Reno cop. Yeah. <laughs> cop. <laughs> so they're in the yeah. the car and he's searching Kevin's luggage, uh-huh. and the kids are like, um, "No, no, no, not even." They're just like, um, "Is it true you saved Daddy's life?" And uh, the dad. Jean Renault says, yep, yep, the scar on my neck, he's the reason it doesn't stretch all the way to the other ah. side. Um, and then he says, well, then why are you searching his luggage, Dad? And he said, because I'm trying to save him from himself. <laughs> sure, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Searches his bag and discovers there's nothing in there. And he's like, I... Mm, You're up to something. I yeah. just haven't found out what it uh-huh. is yet. So he basically, he's going to pursue Kevin Klein to the ends of the earth to repay the debt. Ah. Uh, Sure. To save okay, him from okay, himself, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. He says he's old. I'm old fashioned, and I owe him a debt I cannot repay. Oh, very French. Yeah. Very old school French. Very, yeah. Well, he said himself old he's old fashioned. Yeah. So we get to the Georges Cinq. Mm. Kate does, and she goes up to the concierge, and he is quite. I don't even know what the word is. Got a rod so far up his ass. Like passive aggressive, maybe. Oh well, it is Paris. Gay Paris, yeah. And he's he's 
quite snotty as well mm. to her and and she's like ding I have forty four thousand dollars to spend. Well, she doesn't say that. She just says, Hello, I'm I'm um looking for my fiance, mm. Charlie Bucket or whatever his name is, I can't remember. Um, could you please just direct me to his room? And he said, uh, I'm sorry. We do not divulge the name of guests. Yes, exactly. And he said, even if our guests need to be... We must protect the privacy of our guests, even from our guests' fiancés, because unlike the Americans, we are not a nation of puritanical hypocrites. That's what he says. And she's just like... Oh. So he's not given it up. No way. And she sits in the lobby and decides she's just going to wait for Charlie to appear. Mm. And then she can turn around to snot, snotty lad and go, see? <laughs> but it does not pan out this way. I suspect it would not. Now she's sitting in the um, the lobby and suddenly this like cheap Armani suit guy wanders in and there's a woman who looks very much like Mallory from Archer. Uh-huh. She's just put a cigarette to her lips and he lights her cigarette. Oh, and I wonder why that happens because this character keeps doing that but anyway Chekhov's lighter not even just well I suppose so because it does work out nicely later but um he is it a bit like in the fifth element where all the matches don't light (laughs) come in come in my man (laughs) I ain't gonna fire um he comes over and I think he's a sex worker right he sees Kit alone in the hotel lobby Uh uh-huh and I think propositions her uh-huh. because he Wait, just he thinks she's a sex worker. No, or he's I think, a sex worker looking for business. I think he's a sex worker and he's right. trying to pick up Kate as a customer. Right. And he's saying, it makes, "Yes, mm. it makes me so sad to see someone so beautiful look so sad." Oh, I mean, yeah. And she turns to him because she's clearly been she's been thinking this whole time, and she turns to him and said, "If you were in a urinal, could you pee if there was a big guy standing behind you?" And he went, that could be arranged. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. And he's like, do you want to be the one behind me? I can arrange for someone else, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> and she's going, no, no, that is not what I meant. <laughs> so the while she's bollocking him for like, how dare you suggest such a thing? I was just asking. The big glass lift is coming down. Ooh. Charlie's in it. Uh-huh. And he is snogging the face off. A really spectacularly beautiful woman mm. who's about the same height, if not taller than him. Uh-huh. Mega tanned. Uh-huh. Not Ron sealed, like natural sure. glowing mm-hmm. tan. Mm-hmm. And in a, a lovely little dress that if a gust of wind went up, the whole dress would go... Gossamer. Yeah. And a big hat. She has a big hat too. Sure, sure. Really completes Classy. the look. I'm here to tell you, those big hats add a million points to your attraction factor. How does she get a tan if she keeps wearing a massive hat? I guess she takes it off at the beach. Mm-hmm. But I, it just gets lifted away every time the wind blows. I speak from experience. You wear one of those big floppy oh, hats. Yeah, those big floppy you hats. will have men falling over you in the street. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, even when I was out with Steve, men were shouting stuff at me. That's a big bitch! <laughs> they weren't shouting that. Yeah, but what were they saying to you? They were... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> very good. <laughs> so, while she's bollocking your man and the lift's coming down, yes. the gigolo is just watching this woman in the lift, and he's going at her. Mm, yeah, and she looks round to see what he's so fascinated with, and she sees Charlie with this woman. And Charlie comes bounding out of the lift. And I wrote in my notes, he is like a white Rick Astley. But she's never going to give him up. That's how lame this guy is. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a stupid wee shirt that she's probably bought for him and probably. insisted he wear. Uh-huh. Yeah. To make him look slightly less lame, but it didn't shirt. work. Oh, could be. Stitched it himself. Mm. She's very upset by what she saw. I can imagine. And she faints. Wow. Just completely... It's all the vodka. Well, she is hungover and, yeah, and jet lag and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. She just plops. And um, I've written here, she is hot in a French way. (laughs) The hot woman. Yeah. Crepe Suzette. (laughs) That's Mm. her name. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. 
while she's passed out on the floor, guess what the gigolo does? Takes her wallet. Oh, no. He takes everything. He takes uh, her luggage. He takes her backpack. He takes everything. She's robbed. She's robbed. Robbed blind. Robbed blind. Mm-hmm. Including the necklace and the vin. Exactly. Le vin. Le vin. Yeah. Le borsin. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she had any borsin because she doesn't like cheese. Touche. Yeah. Oh. Well. Oh, wow. What a way to go. We have learnt... Kevin Klein's name at this point, and it's Yuk. Okay, did her ex dash fiance realize he fainted, or is he not even seen? He her? didn't even see her. He um, was just lost in Juliette slash Crepsuzette's yeah, eyes. Fair enough. And that's all he was looking at. Oof. What about Mallory? The lady with the cigarette? She's enjoying her cigarette, minding her own business. Was she. She wasn't involved in anything, as far as I could make out. Okay. I don't know what the crack was there. Okay. I think it was like a signal. Right. You know, to light that cigarette. It told somebody something. I don't know. Help with the luggage when this lady faints. Yes, exactly. You go for the, the wheelie bag and I'll get the backpack. Yeah. But as um, Cheap Armani's suit gigolo guy is coming out, Luke is going in. Yes. And he's like, ah. A friend's got exactly salut. the same luggage. No, no, no. He's oh. like, ah, oh, salut, you know, oh, ça va? And say, oh, oui, ça va très bien. Merci, yeah, yeah, it's clear ah, that they're like, right, 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 right. And then he runs out, Luke runs in, sees that Kate's passed out on the floor. He's not overly helpful, nor is he particularly sympathetic because she's like, my my bag, my bag is gone, everything's gone. And he's like, how could you let this happen? And, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's like what are you upset about? And he's like, well, this is an outrage, you're in my country and it looks bad. Sure, and blah, sure, blah, blah, sure. And he like starts bollocking the concierge. It's a very funny bit here. It's some very funny dialogue and I'm not going to tell it to you because I don't want to spoil it. it because, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's Meg Ryan she has quite a good time of it in this scene. Anyway, it's very, very funny. And Luke's like, we will get your bag back. Um, what did he look like? The guy who took it. And she was like, oh, you know, he looked French and, you know, he's cheap cheap Armani suit and it was like a yellow suit um, a yellow shirt with a blue suit and she went yeah 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 you know the type and he's like right boob I know him and uh, he goes you wait here I'll go get my car and then he runs out and just sort of looks up and down the street and then sees a car and breaks into it nice <laughs> steals the car pulls up throws her in it drives like an absolute lunatic pretty much yeah it was like the Italian job mm. except en France en France yeah and uh, then they have a sort of an argument about um, she's like so who took my bag and he goes bib and she goes bib and he's like oui bib bib like uh, bub, bub Dylan and she went oh Bob and he goes eh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's the famous clip yeah that's mm. quite funny and then he starts giving her shit for like being rude to the French going like I don't like this the way you scrunch your face up and go you're French aren't you like that mm, yeah, <laughs> and she yeah, goes scrunch yeah. what yeah it's quite funny yeah. and then they start having this conversation where he's going like I what is your plan here you're just gonna turn up throw yourself at Charlie's feet while she, he's standing next to this goddess mm. and she's like don't say that and he goes this bastard woman nice. <laughs> and like, uh, and you're just gonna what beg and Charlie's gonna be like mm, tough decision yeah who do I choose between th- these two yeah uh-huh. and she's she's just like look if, if you don't have a plan in those situations no but she she says like if he sees me, He'll remember, you know, what what we have together. And Kevin's like, he's clearly very attached to it. <laughs> and uh, and you know, she's saying like, no, that if he sees me, the spell will be broken. And yeah, no, yeah, this okay. is this is just the enchantment will fade. Exactly. Will go back to normal. Yes. We'll go back to Canada. Buy a lovely house. That's what's gonna happen. Mm. Kevin Klein, Luke, excuse me, is not convinced that this is how it's all gonna pan out. Romantic. He's not a romantic anyway. No. Um. Yeah, she says something about like you know you're, this is why you're single or something like that, and and he goes, I'm finished with women, and she goes, Oh, I know what your problem is. You can't stick it up, and he's like, Excuse me, and she goes, It's obvious. It is. Yeah, 
you've got no staying power. What do you mean? How do you know? And she's like, you're afraid of commitment. And he was like, oh, right. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. And uh-huh. then she yeah, was yeah. like, oh, this problem. Yes. Ah. Okay. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going on. They burst in on Bob. It's quite, it is quite yeah. fun. The way Kevin Clancy like, Burst through the door, sees Bub sitting there eating cereal in his underpants, and like sort of comes to a halt and goes, Bub. <laughs> yeah, I can see the face expression. They shake hands, uh, and then he just starts frantically searching the room, and he's like, "Where is? Where is everything?" And he's like, "I, I." Found it already. And she's going, "Where's my passport? Where's my money? Ask him about my vitamins." And it's, he, um, like. Luke doesn't even need to ask. He's like, passport gone. That's the first thing to go. It'll be gone. And she's like, oh, man. And then he says, what about the other stuff, like her clothes and stuff? And he's like, I give them to Monique. And he goes, Monique? And then she goes, what's happening? What's happening? Where are my clothes? And he went, he threw them away. (laughs) Oh, poor Monique. She's been the equivalent of Ben in this scenario. Uh, Either that or he knows Monique and he's like, I'm not going near that. You don't want those back. Mm Mm-mm. So um, so it's like everything's gone, and uh, and Meg Ryan's gone. Oh no! Oh no! No! Ah. And then all my travellers checks. I know. And Bob offers her a cigarette while she's doing all oh. this, and she goes, Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's the dick you stole this stuff. I know. She just can't stop herself yeah, from being well, polite. British. Yeah, I know. Uh huh. Well, she just want to be a Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, and Luke is devastated until he looks out onto the balcony and Bob's like, Bib is like, oh, well, I mean, I kept that. And it's the vine. And looks and like, ah, my baby. Will, the diamonds were wrapped around the vine. Check. In the bundle. So he's yeah. like, oh, thank God, my vine is so pleased. And she now knows that he was just She's using it. She got muled the entire time. So yeah. now she is in proper like the one person who she thought was helping her in Paris was using her to get his vine back yeah she's very upset yeah yeah, yeah she's yeah. storming off and he's going you don't understand like this is this is my dream this is my future this yes. vine I'm going to take this American vine I'm going to mix it with the, with the French vine I'm going to it create something different yeah world. exactly yeah, okay. and I'm going to get out of the shithole referring to Paris yeah and she's like, I don't care. I don't care. Why are you talking to me? Go away. Which is a reasonable response. Yeah, she's angry. And uh, he's uh, he's like, fine, go then. Go and find another nice little boy who you can boss around, but don't let him out of your sight for more than three minutes. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And then she's like, sack off. And he goes, fine. And he tries to give her some money. And she's like, I don't want your money. And she, he says, it's your money. It's what he got for yeah, sure. your stuff. And she takes the money and she goes, I don't want your money. And throws it in his face. Is it coins? <laughs> They're hot coins. Psst, psst. No, no, no. It's paper notes. So he goes, fine. Bon chance. And fucks off. Yes. She marches off. And then she like sneaks back. Make sure he's, make sure he's gone. And then she lifts the money because... Come you on now. Yeah. Stuck. The hell is she going to do? Yeah, go to the US Embassy. So she... Oh, wait, she's American. Yeah, that's okay. Well, it's the complicated bit. Oh, because she can't go back to Canada. She's in she France. Goes, yeah. yeah. And they know that now because she's in the French Embassy. Yeah. But he goes and checks his plant and the necklace is gone. Uh-huh. Bub. He goes straight back to Bub. And Bib's like, I didn't see a necklace. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, he goes, it must still be Donasac, right? So it looks like, fine, I'm going to have to go and find her now, aren't mm. I? And good luck getting back in her good graces or getting yes. her to trust you. Yes. Piece of shit. Mm. She's wandering around. She looks very lost and quite nervous, as you would. With night setting in Paris. Nights. Uh, yes, at like dusk. Mm. And then night. Yeah, and there's a sort of a, a running thing where she keeps missing the Eiffel Tower, so like, it's, a bus goes through as she goes past the street. Yeah, yeah these okay. sorts of things. You know, it only happens a couple of times, but um, meanwhile, Luke is charging round Paris on a motorbike, but 
just as he comes around the corner, we see some guy chasing after him going, Hey, bastardo! <laughs> you know, bike. that's my motorbike! Yeah. yeah, but he, he's got, even got a cigarette. He's just like... <laughs> like your brother on that stone. <laughs> <laughs> ting, 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 ting. Oh, the called? sled. The sled, yeah. Yeah, with the cigarette and mm. six bottles of wine between his legs. <laughs> Pure class. Yeah. Well, it's not like he could drive his car down the hill. It's no, snow. it was icy. Yeah. Could have died. Um, Could have broken a bottle of wine. <laughs> <gasps> he just lands and goes, Oh, I hope that wet patch is blood. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Old school. Yeah. yeah. Um, the US Embassy shut. She went mm. there first. Yeah. So she just has to like sleep in the street and wait for it to open again. Sounds like Jason Bourne. Yeah. What else is she going to do? And the next day, she goes into the embassy and the, the American embassy are like, but you're applying for Canadian citizenship, so why would we give you a US passport? Because I'm a US citizen. And she, Well, the US official says, you no longer want to be an American. Why would we give you an American passport? Mm. So she's like, fine. So then she goes to the Canadian embassy and they are like, oh, okay, um, well, you really weren't supposed to leave Canada. And she goes, I know, but it was an emergency. And he said, yeah, but you didn't inform anybody. And she said, yes, but the nature of an emergency is that I didn't really have time to get in touch with anybody. And they were like, "Mm, okay. You need to fill in Form 37B. Not even, because suddenly a piece of paper comes across his desk and he goes, oh, oh my. Um, Have you ever been convicted of a felony? And she goes, no. Yes. Uh, and then she starts explaining, like, look, it was college. It was this one time. It's the only time I ever smoked a marijuana cigarette. Oh, cool back. And I got arrested. Yes. yes. How good is that exposition now? Yes. And he's like, yeah, but um, you but. didn't declare this when you applied for citizenship. So we're not giving you... Why did he have that piece of paper if he's at the Canadian embassy in France? Because the US embassy faxed it over. Assholes. I know. They've really taken it thick that she doesn't want to be... And she even says to the wee Canadian embassy guy, she goes, I want to be Canadian so much. I want to be just like you. Nice. Okay. (laughs) And the guy's like, ah. But no, it it doesn't work. You know, it's damn. Yeah. Yeah. She is very sad now, wandering the streets of Paris. She looks in a... Stateless. Yes. She is, she puts it as currently without country. Yeah. Like um, Tom... Oh, Wait, yeah. No, it was not Tom Cruise. It wasn't Tom Cruise. It was Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes. In airport or whatever it's called. Terminal. Terminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Whereas country gets declared not a country yeah, anymore. So Tom. he's trapped in the airport. Yeah. Um. She is looking in a, sh- a restaurant window because she can see the reflection of the Eiffel Tower, but when she looks, she can't see it because okay. the buildings are too high sure. or something. And then she looks past the Eiffel Tower through the window and she can see Charlie and the goddess yeah. and she has an engagement ring on. Wait, what the fuck? Are they both wearing engagement rings at this point, point, point in time? Two women have been given engagement rings yes. by Charlie. Sure. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Not cool. Piece of shit. Mm. At least she can now sell that. Oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't think she can because she thinks she's going to need it because she's going to get Charlie back. Somehow. Sure, okay. Yeah. A cold dose of reality will sort the whole thing out. Um. So she calls Charlie's parents and she's like, Lily, put mum on the phone. And Lily's like, should you still be calling her mom under the... And she was like, just get mom! So the mom explains, yeah, he proposed. They're going to go back to the south of France to meet her parents. And then they're going to get married. We're not even invited to the wedding. Wow. I know. Absolute ass. But you know what he's like with his family. He doesn't appreciate them. The father's going to be Gerard Depardieu? (laughs) No. We, We don't really get to see the parents at all. Okay. So this is it. Going to get married in the south of France. They're going to Cannes to meet her family. Are they going to party in France? Party in France in a big mansion. Yeah. (laughs) You better work, bitch. Um, The family are all rooting for her because I think they like her a lot more than they like Charlie, which is fair enough. Fucking prick. And she's like, don't worry, I'll get him back. 
I will triumph. And right behind her is the Art of Triumph. Oh, <laughs> nice. It was just a very cute touch, I thought. Charlie, fucking white Rick Astley, is walking out of the hotel with the goddess. Mm. And she's, like, they're going over their itinerary. And he goes, right, so we're flying into, where are we flying into? And she goes, Nice. And he goes, Nice. And she's, and then he goes, Nice. And she goes, ah, ha, 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 ha. I wouldn't have gone, ah, ha, ha, ha. I've written here, what does she see in him? Yeah, I was going to ask the same question. Nice, nice. Oh my God. You're so funny. Witty. Yeah. Mm. I think I genuinely would have just looked around at him and gone, ha, 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 fuck you. <laughs> and just walked off. That would be totally a thing you would say. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bub is also Bim. in Georges Cinq reception. Uh-huh. Those two have left. Bob lights the cigarette, puts his arm out to light the woman's cigarette again, and gets a new bracelet. Handcuffs. Chink. Oh. He's been arrested. Uh-huh. Gets pulled into the back room of the Georges Cinq. And Jean Renault throws a pile of passports in front of him and says, you're a little fish. I want to know who the big fish is. And he says, I'm no rat. And Jean Renault says, kind of mixing metaphors here. Yes. <laughs> All of this is in French. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. It's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite good. And he, and he sees Luke. Où est le grand passant? Où est le bibliothèque? Yeah. Et big le fish? discothèque? Hmm? Grand poisson. Le grand poisson. He must have said that. Petit poisson. Petit poisson. Oh. It's a petit poisson. Tu es un petit poisson. Yeah. Où est le grand poisson? Oui. Poisson. C'est vrai. So, he sees Luc come into the hotel yes. and just throws him under the bus. He's like, ah. well, um, recherchez un grand poisson. Uh, voilà. Oh. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. It's not the... He doesn't say yeah, that's okay. the big fish. He's just like, if you're looking for a big fish, mm-hmm. I happen to know someone who just returned with some contraband yes. from the States. Yes. And Jean Renault's like, please don't be Luke, please don't be Luke. Oh, and then he, like, he says, there he is there. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what fuck is in French. Merde. That's shit. Merde. He does shout merde, um, Luke, when he yeah. gets told where his yeah, seat yeah. is on the plane. Anyway. I wouldn't want to sit next to Meg Ryan either. So, I guess, right, so I've, I've got I the... I wouldn't mind sitting next to, like, 1990s Meg Ryan. Sure. Yeah, before she had all that weird shit done to her face. Yeah. Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of Why Did You Watch? Join us next time for part two. Why did you watch it?